the finger points south, the direction in which he was trying to go. It is the direction many of the people who live in these hills would like to travel in mid-January, when the last glacier's death rattle blows down our necks. With mediocre cropland, at best thin, rocky topsoil, these Alps were settled by people who fled Europe during the conflicts for ascendancy between Bohemia and Germany during the last quarter of the 19th century. The church was seen by many of the Czechs as another of their oppressors, and a sizable number of these immigrants came to this country as freethinkers. Others have remained faithful Catholics. The Slavic tribes had lived at the center of Europe for centuries, and it must have been hard to pack up and leave. One of their proverbs reads, A horse has four feet, but yet it falters. By the end of the 19th century, however, the population of Bohemia was crowded, 315 people to the mile, and in the distant hills of Seward County, Nebraska, there were only a few families to the mile. The news got out. Their proverb says, Tell it to the pig, and the pig will tell it to the boar, and the boar will tell it to the forest. They came in droves with children, overcoats, and kettles. In Bohemia, 65% were Czechs, including the Moravians, and 35% were Germans. They arrived in Nebraska in about the same proportions, and I'd guess the population of the Bohemian Alps is apportioned about the same today. They got here a little too late to claim the best land, but they accepted what they found and took good care of it. As the thing is cut and sewn, so it must be worn, their saying goes. In taverns and cafes and little towns like Loma, Dwight, Abbey, and Bruno, formerly Brno, after the capital of Moravia, you can hear older Czechs, now in their seventies and eighties, speaking their native language. But the old European card games of Euchre and Pinochle have been set aside in favor of pitch and hearts. The youngest descendants of the original settlers, sitting at other tables, may know a few Czech words, but prefer to talk the hard yardage language of Nebraska football. They eat microwave tombstone pizza, burgers, and fries. No Yeternichi, spicy blood sausage, for them. Old and young prefer the least expensive American beers, no pricey European pilsners bought in Lincoln. And I can attest from picking up litter that 98% of the cans thrown out along the road these days are bush light. The other 2% are Mountain Dew, a modest gesture toward sobriety, and a salute to the salubrious effects of caffeine. Every summer, the little town of Dwight, a dozen miles north of my home, has a Czech festival, and young and old put on bright peasant costumes decorated with colorful embroidery. For a few dollars, you can buy a plate heaped with roast duck, kraut, and dumplings. At another festival in the town of Prague, pronounced that way, the Czechs bake the world's biggest kolache, a doughy roll with a sweet filling of apricots, prunes, blueberries, figs, poppy seeds, or cherries. The world's biggest kolache is twice as big as the Nebraska governor's Lincoln town car and is baked in an insulated shed heated with gas burners till its tin walls shudder and ping. When the day is over, as the Bohemians say, it is easy for the satiated man to fast. And there are a few people who still cook thrifty European peasant meals for their families.
A friend was at the meat counter in a grocery store looking at a display of pig feet and pig ears, and out of pure curiosity he asked a nearby shopper, a woman in middle age, how a person might go about cooking a pig's ear. Oh, she said with a little Czech accent, I don't know how others do. I fry them up real crisp and then crumble them over my husband's oatmeal. The Czechs who live in the Alps, with few exceptions, are Republicans, and their neighbors, the Germans, are also Republicans. In Nebraska, a conservative state despite the farmers' long-standing dependence upon massive federal programs, the Democrats are just another kind of Republican. The few Democrats who manage to get elected to office talk the standard fiscal conservative, tax-cutting, states' rights, welfare-baiting Republican line, and would probably be members of the other party if everybody could fit on that side of the ticket. Where sheep are lacking, say the Bohemians, the goats are honored.